Hello. Industry. Industry. Hello and welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, Friendly Rich. And on the podcast today, the wonderful avant-garde performer and composer, Yap Blanc from the Netherlands. Uh, you gotta love Zoom. I'm able to connect with a lot more uh, people this way in uh, the experimental music scene. So it's a real thrill to be able to chat with Yap. If you're listening in real time, uh, come out, check FriendlyRich.com for some of my live dates. Would love to see you there. I've got a very special show coming up February 9th with David Sait uh, on the Gajung. So uh, you can go to FriendlyRich.com to learn more about my upcoming shows. Would love to see you out there. Thank you for all your support. This was a delightful chat with Yap Blanc. As you know uh, from the Christian Book episode, I'm doing a bit of a deep dive both on stage, in my case, and, uh, and on the podcast of the Kurt Schwitter's piece, Ursanata. So it was very nice to speak with one of the, a few of the masters who have performed this and listen up for, for more interviews uh, with some of the great performers who have uh, taken on this piece over the last uh, how many years? Uh, so it was a real pleasure to speak with one of the greats, Yap Blanc, episode number 176 of Industry Tactics. Tactics. I'm here with a legend. Uh, honored to have you on the podcast. Welcome, Yap Blanc. Yeah. Good morning to you. Good afternoon to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting up early to make it happen because that's how we do it. Um, Industry Tactics. You are episode number 176. And we, we cross paths a little bit because... Um, you're mentioned in <clears throat> in episode. Let me just see here because we want to get this right for our nerdy listeners. Who um, episode one seventy three Christian book? Oh yeah, and you're mentioned there, and also in um, our 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 dear <clears throat> mutual friend Rob. Wallace, Doctor Rob Wallace, episode one thirty-two. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. because I understand you did some work with Rob a few years ago out in it was it in Phoenix? Um wasn't it in in um in Dallas? In Dallas, okay, yes. I that's, think that's, so, yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So welcome. Where do we find you this fine afternoon? In Arnhem, it's in the east of Holland, east of Netherlands. Okay, okay. Yeah. And is this your this your home? This your studio? This is my home here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, well, I have a bunch of questions for you. I guess um, where to begin here? Uh, I'm doing a bit of a deep dive in the Kurt Schwitter's Ursonata for for a fun reason, um, and uh, and I. I started with Christian Book, 
and and now I'm uh, lucky enough to speak with you, one of the uh, one of the you know, the, uh, Christian called you the one of the great uh, performers of, of this work, uh, one of the best performers of this work uh, in the world, um, and and um, I, I want to get your perspective on 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 this piece of this piece of work it's a pretty it's a it's an intense piece of work that's for sure and you really bring it to life you help define it um but i want to i want to learn a little more about you and your practice before we dive into that so so a little bit on on you and where you come from uh in terms of getting to this point as a as a how do you define yourself in fact um uh, 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 I'm not sure how, how uh, uh, absurdist, how would I, I, I describe what you do? I've, I've seen you live in Toronto before and it blew my mind. It left a real uh-huh. impression. It left a real impression. Um, how do you define what, what you do? Yep. Well, it's pretty wide. I, um, yeah. I, I perform as a, as a vocalist, both, um, mm-hmm. you know, sound poetry works, some historical works I still perform, uh, but a lot of my own work. I do mm-hmm. improvised performances with uh, many different musicians. I compose music too, and I've been done doing a lot of visual work, especially the last decade yes. or so. And yes. Some books uh, have been have come out, also one from Canada, and uh, or two actually. And mm-hmm. um, uh, well, I started. Uh, doing math and physics in university. Uh, and then uh, uh, I liked it very much, but I, I quit uh, at about three quarters to uh, graduating. Um, I was totally gripped uh, by poetry, by mm-hmm. jazz and free jazz, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pl- started playing saxophone. And um, yes, uh, um, at, at, it was actually at a, at a workshop I took after quitting the, the math. Uh, I was taking workshops in various creative fields. And one was about uh, reciting poetry, where mm-hmm. they got, um, they gave us um, traditional material, but also experimental poetry, like mm-hmm. from the German expressionists and so on, and some sound poetry. That's where I discovered the the six sound poems of Hugo Ball from mm-hmm. the 1916 mm-hmm. from the, the one of the first uh, soirees of Dada in Zurich in the Cabaret Voltaire where yes. he, he recited those and those, those were really important to me it opened for me uh, a field somewhere between music and 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 poetry music and literature yes. where I felt. Um, um, there are no rules. You can actually do a lot of new things there, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's maybe a no man's land. But um, it felt very promising to um, well to to discover. And then uh, a little later, I uh, I happened to hear a reading of the Kurzweiler or Sonata mm-hmm. by actually by a student of the the uh, drama school in in Arnhem where I now live. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it turned out that, that there was a, a professor there who used fragments uh, of, of the Ursunata as, as pronunciation exercises for the, for oh. the students, for the drama students. Oh, wow. And so he was reading the piece, and um, I was fascinated by, by it. And um, 
I uh, was then living in Utrecht. I went to the Institute for Germanic Studies, and there they had the complete works of Schwitters. So I yeah. made photocopies uh, yeah. of yeah. the piece, um, yeah. uh, which I uh, I, st I still have the original photocopies I made in 1979 here. Oh God! Wow, that is beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. And, and and would those be would those be like as close? Those are the are the scores like the actual. Yeah, it's it's the actual it's as it was printed in in the collected works, okay. the definitive version that was published also in his magazine Merch M E R Z, nineteen thirty two. The last uh, uh, issue of the magazine had the complete version of the of the sonata. So, you, you and you write about this extensively at yapblanc.com, correct? Yeah. And uh, and there's a beautiful um, kind of essay on how you kind of fell in love with this piece of work, how you 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 began performing it. Can you can you can you elaborate a little bit on? You mentioned first performing it for friends at a party, and um, can you elaborate on that experience? That first uh, yeah, toe in. Um, this was a request of uh, a friend to perform it at his birthday party after it was about, I think, wow. two and a half years after I had first got those photocopies of the piece. And I was I had no plans at all to be to to, to be a vocal performer. I was just for fun reciting. Yes parts of the sonata for my own and, and, and practicing them. And of course I had shown and told some friends about it. Yeah, and yeah. one friend asked me, well, can you, can you perform the piece? And so that's I a put, pretty, that's a pretty weird friend eh, to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I would put some more work in it to completely memorize it. Okay. And, okay. Um, uh, so I did that and then well, people who liked it. And so I got, Invitations for small performances, then like in bars, and um, so this is like the early '80s. Sometimes uh, yeah. opening yeah. for punk rock bands and yes. so on. How was it? Um, how was it received? Uh, or opening for punk rock bands back back well, in the day? And when are we talking? Are we not talking? Very favorable, mostly. Like, um, no way. Eh? Uh, okay. They were there to to listen to their favorite band, the audience. And, uh, and to have a, chat with, have a chat with their friends and drink a beer. Yeah. And so uh, they were not prepared to listen to uh, uh, about a half hour of this kind of nonsense. So they ended up throwing the beer at me at some occasions. And But I, uh, I felt uh, by that time already, uh, this is a masterpiece and I have to defend it. So I had yeah. a kind of a holy fire uh, to always recite it to the end. Okay. No matter what gets thrown at you. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's the, which is punk rock unto itself, I think. Yeah, sometime later on, someone told me I think um, uh, in the punk aesthetic, throwing beer at somebody is a sign of love. Yeah, there you go, there you go. I really enjoy <laughs> that. That's great. That's great. I mean, you're you're clearly yes, you're clearly an ambassador for this work. You you uh, it. I I mean it. It's really inspiring seeing the way you, you took that on. Do you feel that it, it it's it's a piece that can be talked over? It's not really background music, is it? Not really. Of course, if you if you have a recording and you play it really softly, you can talk over it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, maybe maybe for some pieces, people um, 
who may enjoy hearing a human voice when they're yeah. lonely or so. It's, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. A friend and colleague of mine, uh, Aaron uh, Senate, mentions you performing it at Silence in Guelph, and uh, one of the audience members in Guelph, Ontario, started vocalizing along with you. Now, some mm -hmm. people might 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 take that moment and say, "Hey, I'm a. This is a serious thing, and it's a. This is a one person show." But you went with it. You embraced it. Yeah. And, and oh yeah, I yeah. have done a lot of performances at like at elementary schools with kids joining in, and, uh, uh -huh. and it's, it's a very. Uh, uh, it, it has that effect, and um, you know mm -hmm. the voice. Uh, and especially not speaking intelligible words is such a direct thing. Yes. It, 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 uh, it makes people respond. Right. Well, how beautiful. Um, what drew you towards sharing the work with children, with kids? Did that come kind of naturally, organically? Yeah, it seems kind of naturally. And mm. I... Um, I was uh, I was asked to, to do a project um, for... Uh, for elementary school kids. Um, when was that? Uh, the late 80s, I think. Yeah, when I uh, around Amsterdam where I lived, and also small villages, and um, yeah, and um, so how, it, how, it, how, how, how was it? How was it? Um, did, did the teachers invite you because they believe in this work? No, they, it was sort of a, a foundation for uh, education. And not not every teacher enjoyed it. <laughs> I well, I have a lot of experience in that world yeah. too. So you have to yeah. become. You talked earlier about it being in a punk bar and being a salesman in a way for the work, right? Um, yeah. Same thing in a, in a, in a classroom. Interestingly enough, full of young students. When you're introducing weird something a little weird or absurd to them, the teachers sometimes you're right will not go along for the ride and the students bring them along it's very yeah, interesting uh, exactly that happened that happened <laughs> quite a lot and uh, including uh, teachers from other classrooms coming in to complain about the noise yeah so the na neighboring yes. classrooms i mean <laughs> yes. yes yeah yes. but uh yeah um i always enjoyed working with kids and um and included also uh, teaching them some uh, 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 a part of the sonata, for instance, the yes. uh, the scherzo, the lankatrigel, pe 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 pe, oka 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 oka, lankatrigel, pi 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 pi, zuka 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 zuka. So I and I did it by uh, having them make specific movements uh, with every uh, uh, phrase, so to say, okay. or, or every uh, uh, couplet of of the work, and this it was pretty good uh, they were pretty good at learning it yeah i th i would i would assume that um coupling it as you put with with movement is a mm -hmm. very dalcro's kind of approach to to learn internalizing is that something that I, I i would think that's something that you would have done to memorize the work as well when you were first learning yeah and, and, um uh, i i actually uh in 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 the early stages i um imagine certain situations for myself yes. 
uh, oh. like everyday situations that, that would go with every part of the piece. Okay. But now, but but that that uh, I don't do that anymore. Okay. It's just I have internalized it so much that. Um, wow! Can you just can you, can can you elaborate on that? Like, what kind of a situation to? to... Well, having a, a, a dialogue or um, uh, okay quarrel with somebody or being a, a, a public speaker in front of a multitude um, trying to convince them or um, yes. seeing seeing my uh, uh, my beloved girlfriend and uh, singing to her or, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, or being very scared of some uh, some dangerous uh, animal or so all these kinds of things okay thanks. Yeah, that's that's good. And back to kids, back to kids and education, which is a definite interest. Um, uh, did you have the opportunity to create new works of 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 sound poetry or, or oh, yeah. abstract done, poetry? Yes. Yeah, sure. I've done that a lot too, especially in. Um, it's not really done in, in, in like in uh, one hour in a class, but uh, I've done longer workshops with kids as well and have okay. them write their own sound poetry. Okay, and and, and, and how, how? I mean, not not to get too into it, but how how would you go about doing that with 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 young ones? Well, um, starting very simple uh, that they could write some. Um, uh, made up words some yes. uh, and or or they, they have you can see like a, a, a horizontal uh between two lines and teach them they could write something in the top it would sound high and in the in the bottom towards the bottom it sound it would be a lower sound yeah, uh, yeah. writing big letters is loud and small letters uh, is, uh, is soft and okay. then they could um also the beginning of graphic um, notation with yes. the lines that go up and down or yes. big big and small dots where you can okay. make any sound to it or one thing i if you write a sound um, in parentheses and yeah. you write for instance racing car in parentheses you do yes. not say racing car but you make the sound of a racing car very good or, uh, so like that very good very good um are you are you are, are you self-taught in this way? There's not a. There, is there a? I know there is a lineage. Obviously, you you, you point to, you know, the the data, etc. Et uh, but but in terms of bringing it to a classroom or even getting creative in terms of creating new works with children, uh, where did you learn that? Where did you develop that muscle? Oh, um, yeah, I, I think I'm completely self-taught. I, um, Wild. I, I, I never heard any recording of, the, for instance, of the Schwitters piece before I um, made my own recording. And uh, other early data texts, there are no recordings of them. And so yeah. I had to um, intuitively create satisfactory renditions for myself. Yeah. Um, and well, uh, for creating my own sound, I went on and uh, I did study phonetics just from some books 
and uh, learn okay. the international phonetic alphabet, this okay. notation uh, for pronunciation of the words and using yes. that in my own sound poetry. Yeah. Um, although that that's beyond uh, kids. I, I don't use it there. Yes. Uh, but um, for me, it's very useful. Mm -hmm. And I also, I added a lot of uh, symbols um, that are for sounds that I made and that are not represented in the international phonetic alphabet before yeah. because they don't occur uh, right. in in uh, in speech or right. in any language you know right your own vocabulary yeah also for instance there's a whole range of sounds that you can only make by using your hands on the face for instance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so they are not represented in the international phonetic alphabet because no language in the world yeah. use, uh, makes it necessary to use your hands to speak. Uh, yeah. Well, other than that, supporting speech by by gestures. You got so, it here. Uh, you got it here, gentle listener. And good morning. Uh, a little, a little yap blanc, a little taste of what yap does right here in the in the Zoom room. Uh, Canada to Holland today. We are we are lucky enough. And really appreciating your time, Yap. And um, uh, seeing you perform is, uh, as I said, it, it left a definite. Um, it, it made a a, def a big impression on me. Over over twenty years ago, I'd say I, I saw you perform in Toronto, and um, it, it was really, really a beautiful thing. I mean, when you 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 get into really extended. You just gave us a little taste of it there. Really extended vocal technique. Uh, are, where where so you talked a little bit about um your your study of phonetics etc uh wh where does that come from have you your the way you treat the voice the way you do what you do uh is that uh, it was uh, it was about uh writing my own sound poetry i had written uh -huh. some some of uh, some sound poems using the, the pronunciation of a specific language. Yes. For instance, um, I have this Dutch so-called bebop sound poem. So it uses nonsense words, but the pronunciation of the Dutch language or the French, this homage to Antonin Artaud. Yeah. So it uses uh, made-up French. Yes, uh, but with the French pronunciation, and at some point I thought uh, that too much of a, a constraint, a limitation. Yeah, um, I wanted to combine the sounds of different languages in one text. Uh -huh. So that's why I w was um, looking into phonetics, learning the international phonetic alphabet, yeah. so that you can uh, have a different a different pronunciation of uh, of any letter that well that come from different languages and mm -hmm. combine them in one text mm -hmm. in one new new sound poem i hear so much um when when i hear you solo and then it makes me think oh this is a this would be amazing with others and i know you do a lot of collaboration for example the 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 work that you did with rob wallace um uh pre-pandemic uh was very moving when, when you're in a band context and when you're adding your voice and some of these rhythms uh 
to an improvised band setting, it, it, it goes off into really beautiful places as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? And if you change, yeah. you change it up a little bit on that when you're collaborating? Um, I, I, I learned a lot um, by uh, uh, improvising with uh, instrumentalists. Yes. I, um, um, <laughs> my very first uh, uh, free improvisation mm-hmm. came about when I, at some point when I was uh, uh, in my in my attic room in Amsterdam listening to um, an old free jazz record by uh, Archie Shep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was on the tenor saxophone duetting or dueling with uh, Russell Rudd on the trombone. And I went along with that. Just emulating okay. the sound they were making. Yes. And um, then uh, so and this may, well, felt like real fun because I was still doing it when the record had already ended. <laughs> and yeah. Um, Great. But at the point, this was, I think, 1984. Okay. I didn't, I, I didn't know if it had any artistic or musical meaning. But uh, I was living in Amsterdam, and it was a really uh, vi- uh, vibrant scene of Im- improvisation, yes. um, both involving musicians and dancers. Mm-hmm. And I could participate in small performances that were set up uh, just playing for door money um, and, and with dancers and musicians. And Great. people liked what I did, and I. Uh, I could improvise with um, with very good musicians. And um, who were some of those? I'm not. I'm unfamiliar. Or is there some some Americans that had just moved to Amsterdam, like Michael Fetcher, the drummer, okay. Michael Moore, okay, saxophone yes. player. Yeah. Um, people like um, uh, up up bars, uh, the tenor. When the, the, mm. there were there, there was a very open. Um, scene of, uh, of of improvising also with dancers like uh, Katie Duck who was in Amsterdam I improvised with uh, New York dancer Pooh K um, mm. and so yeah um, and so I was able to develop the improvisation and later on I wow. um, I started my, my record label Contrance yeah. and um, within that label there's a whole series of uh, called Improvisers of Free Improvisation. Okay. Uh, the first uh, disc was with uh, Mats Gustafsson uh, and um, Michael Sarang. And uh, the others were, the most recent was, was recorded in Chicago with Ken Vandermark and uh, Lou Malozzi. So there's uh, uh, a whole range of, yeah. Uh, are, are, about... you, are you featured on, on, on those recordings as well? Yeah, I'm on all all of those. Yeah, let's um let's let's arrange to um cut to that. I'll edit some of that in. But here here's uh, do you want to queue up maybe one that you can share with me uh, a, a wave file and we can we can let our listeners into this. They can hear it live right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, sure. I uh, not live uh, rather. Uh, we can do that afterwards. I think. Yeah. You want, you want that right now? or No, I, I mean, just uh, cue up what it will be, like who's on it. Uh, just think in your head of a, of a track in particular, and we can, we can splice it in after. Yeah, sure. Who would be on that? It would be you? It, with... it, could, it could be uh, a duet with Maya Ratje, for instance. There's a whole disc of uh, acoustic vocal duets with her. Great. Uh, we'll do that. We'll do that. Here's a, here's a little snippet of that with Maya. Oh, my God. 
So great, uh, Yap. Thank you. I had I had no idea that you had started this label as well as part of your 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 body of work. It's very diverse in terms of what what you've achieved. Um, does the label continue to run to this day? Yeah, although I've I'm, have been taking a break since um, 2021. Yes. Um, CDs are increasingly difficult to sell. Yeah, and um, yeah. I. Uh, I think it's yes. not a bad time to take a break and see uh, and come up with uh, maybe two new things at a time, uh, maybe next year or so. And, okay. Yeah. But there uh, are a total of 30 uh, titles on the label. Fantastic. Including also my some of my electronic music and some of my composed music with uh, other musicians. Um, that's fantastic and very inspiring. And thank you. Uh, I want to uh, let's steer back a little bit to the Ursanata and your recording of the Ursanata. Um, when you first recorded it, was how was it? it, it there was a there was a, a, a snafu in terms of you were not able to release it at first, and then you released it much later. Is that correct? Did I get that right? No, it it was actually released. Um... But um, it was originally released. Uh, Ver- yeah, it was the real, uh, uh, we recorded it in the spring in April of 1986, yes. and um, the label was the BV by the, the led by the Dutch uh, musician Willem Broeker. Okay. And yes. um, even before the recording, I had written to the publishers uh, in in Cologne of the oh, yeah. British works, and um, uh, I wrote two uh, letters asking for permission, each by, sent by registered mail, and yeah. no answer came for six months. But in between, this was uh, the recording was finished 
the record was actually finished uh, uh, in June, and okay. in July and August I had a whole tour with the piece uh, around the the Netherlands and Belgium. Oh. I think twenty four performances of the piece at the traveling uh, festival. Okay. So okay. Uh, of course the label and I wanted to sell the record at those sure. performances. Sure. So okay. then Willem Broker said, well. Um, uh still had no answer but fuck them we'll i'll put out this record and yes. um uh so that was done and but then uh after the summer i think in september there came a very angry letter of the of a lawyer of the publishers saying that it was this was totally uh uh, uh this was prohibited and the work is protected. So oh, wow. should, all the co copies of the record should be uh, destroyed and you cannot sell it anymore. So oh. then there was a whole correspondence. I was actually uh, helped. We were helped by a, a German composer living in Holland who was an expert in um, uh, music rights. His name he, he, yeah. he, he doesn't live anymore. His name is uh, Konrad Bömer. Mm -hmm. And so we managed to sort of uh, reach an agreement that mm -hmm. so that the, the records would not be destroyed, okay. but they couldn't be sold in shops anymore. Okay. So I, I bought them all from the wow. label wow. and I sold them just uh, at my uh, performances. Great. Great. Yeah. Industry tactics, indeed. Um, and it was... Uh, it, and and, and, and that's, then the story continued because... Um, yeah. Um, Willem, there was 500 records pressed, uh, but uh, a thousand sleeves were printed, and they were <laughs> they were uh, at uh, in Willem Broker's house in 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 the hallway. These 500 record sleeves. Of course, that's so how what we do he it. what he did. Yeah, we needed another 500 records. So, yeah. and he had this uh, United States tour with his uh, ensemble, like 12 musicians. That's that. And is that the collective? Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, the Willem Broker Collective. Yeah. Yeah. And great he, stuff. He, he, in New York, he had another 500 uh, records pressed, okay, okay. and they smuggled them to Holland, divided over the uh, suitcases of the musicians. Oh, wow. And so I got another 500 records to sell. Wow, 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 wow. wow. And it's it's since been reissued, your... your... Yeah, then uh, only in 2002. Um, okay, many years it later. It many years later, uh, yeah. it became possible... Because the the order for prohibition came from the son of Schwitters, Ernst, yes, who died Ernst. in 1996. Okay. And then the rights went to the grandson, Bengt Schwitters, living in Norway. And okay. uh, he... Wow. It was open to uh, negotiations, and there was a, a foundation started in Hanover, Sweden's mm -hmm. hometown, mm -hmm. at the uh, Sprengel Museum, mm -hmm. and they uh, made it possible to um, uh, yeah, to authorize recordings. So I made... that, that must feel good all these years later that it's been reissued, yeah. sanctioned by the family itself. Yeah, so a CD was issued in uh, 2003 with... Um, uh, the origin, my original recording of 1986, plus a live recording uh, made in 2003 in Holland. Um, yeah, Great. that Great. CD is is uh, long out of print now, but I'm actually preparing a new mm -hmm. uh, recording, mm -hmm. and this is for um, the Chicago label uh, Corbett versus Dempsey of John Corbett. Okay, um, wow. And I will record it next month. Actually, a new recording. I'm preparing that. Okay, and that will be out on a, on an LP there. Okay, 
So you're getting your Ursanata chops right back where they need to be to get ready. Yeah, for this I've been started working on that and um, getting some of the articulation. Uh, it has it has gotten a bit a little rusty because I you're don't no, perform it very often now. You're no longer thinking of. Um, I hope you're still thinking of your loved ones, but uh, maybe 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 not. Uh, what were some of the other prompts that you said? A lion in the corner, or something like oh, that. Oh, some yeah, yeah something yeah. <laughs> that will pop up in my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how, how did you? How did you? Back to when you first started learning the piece, and and now it seems apropos because you're you're relearning it or brushing it up, getting it ready for re recording, uh -huh. which is very very exciting, by the way. Um, how did you take it on? I mean, you started talking about uh mental uh, a dialogue between two people etc but how did you kind of internalize it what was your and how how hard did you have to work to get that piece in, in, well uh, uh, it was all uh, as i tried to say very playful i was uh, i was learning um You're sections fun. of it just for fun and um I was uh, at that time. I was much younger. At, mm -hmm. at, at this age, it would would have been. Would, I couldn't do it. Probably it would be for uh, you know, my age. I'm seventy now. It would be mm -hmm. much harder to to learn uh, such a whole piece. Mm -hmm. And but then, uh, what helps as well? The structure mm -hmm. is very uh, regular, mm -hmm. and, um, and there, somehow there's a. Um, uh, Sweeters worked on it for 10 years and uh, he yeah. gave it a really, um, for me, logical structure. There are other sound poems, uh, much shorter, that that are, for me, would be much more difficult to, to yes. learn by heart yeah. for me. And yeah. so that ha that helps a lot. It take, can you talk a little bit about the form of the piece and how logical it is? It, it's, yeah. it follows the sonata form, right? Well, yeah, the, the, the first part, uh, movement has uh, uh, these four main themes. Um, yes. And actually, the whole first movement is uh, built uh, out of the syllables of those four main themes. Uh, combining, taking them apart and combining them in, again in various ways. Mm. Um, so, uh, for instance, you have the first team, Fums Bovetetseu Pagif Kri A, and then the Fums Bovetetseu Pagif is built uh, at some uh, a little later. It goes like F Bova Fums Bova Fums Bora Bova Rater Fums Bova Rater Bova Ratetse Fums Bova Ratetse Bova Ratetse U Fums Bova Ratetse U Bova Ratetse U P Fums Bova Ratetse U P Bova Ratetse U Paga Fums Bova Ratetse U Paga Bova Ratetse U Pagif Fums Bova Ratetse U Pagif. Then you arrive from one syllable to the whole Fums Bovetetseupagif. Yeah. So these things yeah. happen uh, yeah. happen a lot, and um, and they yeah. are built yeah. very regularly. So that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. It's beautiful the structure of it and and the the design of it. Um, can you, yeah, can can you elaborate on that in in terms of the next sections of it, like just high level? Uh, I, we don't need to. I'm not trying to yeah. squeeze a performance out yeah, of you. So, the, the 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 second movement, the largo, is mm. very simple. It has long long tones. Mm -hmm. uh, softly, it has a, a very common uh, form, like a, an A section and a B section, and re re repeat uh, repeat of the A section, and the A section uh, very soft sounds. 
and then the, mm. the, 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 the middle section is very loud, ah! and then it's soft again. The same happens in, um, in, in the third movement, the, the scherzo, mm. where mm -hmm. the, the, uh, this also has this A, B, A form. The mm -hmm. A goes and very lively, and the middle section is then very slow. G and then the first section comes back along it and so and then the um, the last movement is the the uh, presto um uh, has a more or less regular four four rhythm grim and so on with some interjections um and also some things are that are repeated um and then of course the cadenza where yeah. um uh wrote um that it's only for those performers who uh, don't have a lot of imagination that yeah. i write a cadenza like uh -huh. you know in, in, uh -huh. in classical music um, sometime yeah. in the 18th century yeah. um yeah. Uh, around the time of mozart uh, yeah. composers started to write out uh, the cadenzas in their right. concerts because right. they were not happy with uh, what the performance uh, made of it. Yes. And, uh, yes. So Schwitters did that, but he encouraged performers to make their own cadenza, to mm -hmm. improvise and use parts of the uh, material of the sonata to make their own cadenza. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I always do when I perform the piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, I've, I, I've never heard the piece performed by any other performer who did that. They all... Um, they all kind of kept just do, do the cadenza that Schwitters wrote for mm. those uh, who have no imagination. So I wonder why. Well, well, of uh, course, I also never have heard any performer uh, performing it from memory. Yes, uh, they are all reading. Oh, yeah. except uh, from I have seen some performance by theater groups where there were like six actors, uh -huh. uh, each each doing parts of it. And then oh, yes. they, they had, yes. had those parts memorized, but yes. I've never seen anybody who had the whole piece memorized. Yeah. Um, are there other notable performances of the Ursonata that come to mind from, from others that you... Yeah, well, I think in, indeed Christian Books is one of the best, especially for the faster parts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's uh, Christopher Butterfield from yes. uh, Victoria. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. one by the one by Eberhard Bloom, uh, okay. Dutch uh, uh, now deceased uh, flute player who made a recording and he, who was uh, taken to court actually in 1993 uh, because of the prohibi prohibition of recordings. This was also uh, wow. uh, on a CD, but the CD uh, had to be taken back. Wow. Wow. This yeah. prohibition, they were really serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? I, I don't at the moment. I, that those are the no, main. That's, that's okay. Spring, spring I, I wanted to mind right now. I wanted yeah. uh, fresh yeah. up the off the top of your mind here. Yeah. So, so ha, have you performed the Ursonata? Pardon my ignorance here, but have you ever performed taken it on with other musicians? Like you performing it as you do, and others performing around you, uh, or or has well, it always been a solo endeavor uh, for you? Yeah, mostly as a solo. I remember uh, a long time ago, um, in the 1980s, I had a version with uh, a drummer who played along with me and who had also, this was only the last movement, this was a rhythmic movement. Yeah. Um, 
Uh-huh. But other than that, I uh, I've mostly done it as a solo. Okay. Okay. And and you've done it. Well, I've in... performed. Sorry, um, with okay. uh, one, uh, one interesting performance you can see also on on YouTube is um, with a um, a group of dancers. This was in in Chile, in Santiago wow. de Chile, who okay. had um, made a choreography on on uh, parts of the sonata. Oh, great! About a six or seven minute piece. Um, wow! And a group called Contem- Contemporanea Danza. Okay. And uh, and when I was there in um, 2017, yeah. I uh, I performed it live with them. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! Yeah. Um, that's exciting. That's exciting. I um I wonder if um if you can speak a little bit about you've performed it in prisons. Did I get that right? Well, maybe uh, some part of it, and uh, uh, yeah, and, and this was in Colombia. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. uh, I think in, in Medellin, uh, at, as a part of a big poetry festival, there we had a poetry oh. reading in, in, a, in a women's prison, and ah. there I, I performed parts of it as well. Yeah. How was it received? Yeah, well, they, I think they enjoyed it, and um, and they yeah. didn't want to break out of prison. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Maybe they maybe they would have loved to, <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I performed in some interesting situations. Also, uh, at a festival in South Africa, mm-hmm. we went to a Zulu village uh, where the women started sort of yodeling along with it. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah. And, I was going to ask what were some of the more interesting uh, places you've taken it, but what 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 is one of the more strange um performances that comes to mind in your career one that stands out of like it could be the beer throwing it could be uh, just yeah well and I it doesn't, need one to piece, nece- uh, one doesn't even necessarily lo- need to be the ursinata but just in your career that comes to mind oh well uh, one performance was um uh at the local zoo in amsterdam where <laughs> i was here with, we go with some dancers uh <laughs> and we were allowed to uh to uh, to do a performance is one of the the cages that was empty at the moment oh my god and then so yeah the kids came and they were throwing their uh the lunch uh uh bread at me <laughs> wow 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 yeah fantastic fantastic that's that's great i wasn't expecting that that's and that sounds like an amazing performance by the way yeah yeah also i i, I did some performances on the street where yeah, okay. um, Okay. Uh, there was a, this museum in Amsterdam, the Stedelijk Museum, which um, uh, had an exhibit of local artists, and I was sort of uh, uh, pissed that I they hadn't included me. So uh-huh. for three days, I performed the piece uh, uh, in front of the museum and on the street. Great, uh, great, and um, yeah, where kids were attracted to it, but the mothers. Uh, uh, more like, oh, no, that's a madman. Let's go. <laughs> I would say, uh, God bless this madman that I'm speaking to here today. We're talking with Yap Blanc, the legendary Yap Blanc, and um, Industry Tactic uh, as well. There, if you're not booked on the festival and you're pissed off about that, do something about it. And Yap, that's a great little tactic there that you performed on the street right outside. It's a it's a free country. Well, ish free ish. Mm-hmm. free in quotations maybe that that we can do things like this 
and uh, not have more than bread or beer thrown at us is is a great thing. So uh, that that's inspiring. Um, we're, we're winding down here. We have a few more minutes left with you. We want to use them wisely. Um, I want to learn a little more about, um, your approach to using electronics and technology in your work. And, um, if that has a place, perhaps even with Ursonata in the future. Oh, I don't think with Ursonata, but more with, um, I, 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 I did electronics with some other, um, sound poems from history, for instance, one piece by uh, Raoul Hausmann, who was a friend of Schwitter's. Yes. Um, the piece called Albtraum or Nightmare, I'm performing that with electronics. Um, mm. I've been uh, uh, doing, I do also shows with visuals. Where yes. I sometimes uh, I uh, perform sound poetry with uh, a visual that I made and sometimes interactive. Um, but mostly I use um, electronics with my own work. And there's a mm -hmm. whole series of pieces with um, written in a fantasy language that are called uh, Underlands. So yes. to say the language of the Underlands as opposed to Netherlands. As uh -huh. It sounds like Dutch, but uh, has no meaning. Very and good. I com combine those poems with, uh, uh, with electronic sounds. And I... Um, I also I improvise vocally with electronics. Sometimes I, I have electronics going on that are uh, unpredictable for me. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I have to respond very spontaneously to Great. what happens there. What yeah. what is the technology that you're using to to make oh, that various programs? I also I use uh, analog electronics uh, like modular synthesis, okay. but also various programs on uh, uh, on the computer like um, Max MSP or Super Collider or whatever whatever is available on. Uh, yeah, uh, I especially I um, um, in in 2006. I took a year off of performing, like a sabbatical, yeah. and I um, I came back to 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 math and learned uh, ah. programming languages. So I, I writing uh, pro coding programs in in, in C plus plus and a few other languages, and so that helped me to uh, also to create electronic music and to um, also create visuals that gave me more freedom. Um, outside, like uh, uh, to to make things uh, outside commercial software. So that's that you learned that programming to apply it to your art, right? You weren't yeah, doing a yeah, okay. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful that all those years later the math comes back? Yeah, and be, and there was there was so so much new math, uh, like fields like uh, chaos theory, yes, uh, and yes. Um, neural networks and ge all the generative things that were only possible became possible because of the computer, uh, because Lovely. of computer technology being yeah. available to simple uh, persons. When I quit math in the nineteen seventies, the Mathematical Institute had just one computer, like, you know, as big as a room, mm -hmm. and you had to uh, make a reservation for computer time, <laughs> bring your punch cards and sit there and wait, and something would come out, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you just hit hit go, basically, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't that lovely, the the, the advances? I know, it's it's fascinating. Um, and, and what are you... 
What's going on now with you? You mentioned that you're going to be recording the Ursinata for the label in Chicago uh, soon. Uh, how does the year ahead look for you? We're, we're, if you're listening in real time, we're just at the top of 2024. Mm-hmm. Well, not much happening in, in terms of performances. I have just a few performances coming up. Um, I see that. You go to yapblanc.com to, to see all of his live dates. They're already on the website. Yeah, and there, there are very few of them now. But I did, for instance, last year in October, I did a three-week U.S. tour with okay. 20 performances. And uh, I went to other countries, uh, Spain, Portugal, uh, Italy. And now the, the, I have a, a quieter time coming up, but I've just started the, um, the publication of, of a book I, uh, of 144 uh, drawings I made. Wow. 144 conjectures and my graphic designer is working on that and it will be out soon great um great and, yeah are you um you mentioned a three-week tour um you also mentioned being around 70 years old uh respect to you sir and and i want to say that um do you have a booking agent or are you doing that? Are you arranging that yourself? No, I do that myself, especially in the, in the U S I've built an, uh, a network yes. uh, for a long time. And, um, Oh, wow. That's there's usually, um, there's a few places with a, a good budget. Uh, yeah. And as soon as I have those, I can fill up the other dates with uh, smaller performances. There's a lot of flexibility there. And uh, I have more. more, That's an art form unto itself, uh, right? And that Mm -hmm. takes time and precision to make that uh, work. You are you you tour solo, and then you collaborate in the cities. Yeah, I do solo performances, but also collaborations with local uh, musicians or with other traveling musicians who happen to be uh, there. Yeah, wonderful, Um, wonderful. And I'm actually thinking, I, 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 I would love to come back to eastern canada i haven't been there since 2014 yes. um, before that it was more frequent and i sort of yes uh, I'm, yeah i'm having asking some people to send me uh up-to-date contacts for instance paul dutton who's, yes. who's a good friend and uh, oh, great and, great yeah uh, paul, if, paul if you're listening we should have you on the podcast we talked about that years ago Shame on me, Paul. Shame on you. This is Paul Dutton's fault. Shame on Paul. Paul. Paul's a beautiful human being. Um, and we will we will make good on that. But uh, that's lovely to hear, and uh, and happy to help wherever wherever I can. Um, so please stay in touch on that. And is there anything that you feel that you? I have asked you. We could go on for for even longer, but I don't want to keep you too long. I want to end with um. Maybe maybe an excerpt from the original your original recording uh, that we spoke about of the Ursanata. Um, mm-hmm. If if I could get that, uh, I don't know if I have it. If if I can get that, maybe, maybe from you, or if I could find it online, I'll, I will uh, I will try to drop it in as an excerpt. Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. What what section from it would you would you want me to play? Maybe the 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 uh, the last section, maybe. Yeah, how long would it, should it well, be? Well, it's a podcast. We can say maybe eight minutes, mm-hmm. maybe less, maybe more. Yeah. It's a podcast. We can do what we like. Yeah. Um, 
I, uh, uh, yeah, maybe then um, the the last uh, movement. Okay. Or, or the first. I I will. I I, sh- I need to look at that. I. Um, Mm-hmm. The, I think this is not online. I would have no. to rip it off uh, a CD I have. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. Okay. Mm, we'll we'll um, talk. We'll can, talk. If we're lucky enough, yeah. we'll have an excerpt of yeah. uh, a yeah. There, there is one. Uh, uh, yeah. One good recording online uh, yeah. uh, that I made for uh, a compilation uh, in 2003 in Germany. I could I could easily send you um, a download link for that. Let's let's do that. Let's do that, yeah. and we'll, we'll 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 end with the uh, the last movement. I think. Uh, yep. Anything I forgot to mention, or that you wanted to mention about um, I don't know about Kurt Schwitters, about your relationship yeah, with well, yours. There's, there's this thing about the so-called original version uh, that's on the Virgo label, which is oh. definitely not uh, Kurt Schwitters. And some, but in some places, for instance, in. Uh, uh, Uberweb is still contending that it's original Kurt Schwitters, but it's not. It has been definitively proved that it's okay. a recording made it by his son in 1958. Okay. And, um, okay. yeah, I, I, I've written this in this text uh, on my website as well. That okay. when, when that uh, a CD came out in 1993, yeah. um, I, I was amazed that the claim was that it was Kurt Schwitters because it's, it, it is quite a boring uh, rendition and uh interesting so it's very different from from the, the fragments only that uh, Schwitters recorded in 1925 and 32 which yes. i knew yeah um so yeah but he never and, did a full a full recording of it then that was no he, he wasn't no he wasn't able he um well you had he had to flee the nazis in 1938 yes. and yeah. going to norway first and then to england where he first, first uh, interned uh and then uh, actually in 1947, uh, he, he tried to convince the BBC in, in London to make a recording of the piece. Yes. Uh, so he, he set up a performance helped by some friends and some people of the BBC radio came and they left sort of halfway. They, were, oh. they didn't see uh, the, the, oh. uh, the, they thought, what well, is this uh, kind of nonsense? <laughs> we don't want that. And uh, so the, he was never yeah. able to make a complete recording. It's, um, it, it couldn't have been earlier before the uh, Second World War because mm-hmm. there were no there were no tape recorders yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have to be um, um, just seventy eight records and with pauses and so. Uh, no, and uh, yeah, he was he was very sad about that. He yeah. uh, he wasn't uh, hadn't been able to to record the piece. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it, but his son, it that, yeah, it seems that some. Uh, that the son um, Ernst was influenced yeah. by uh, a woman in the last years of his life. He had had a stroke. I have seen a documentary about that. He had had mm. a stroke and he couldn't talk anymore. Yeah. He could just raise his arm to say yes uh, to a question. Okay. And mm-hmm. I think the label Virgo they saw some money in uh, putting. This, uh, he authorized that his own recording as being by his father. Wow. So uh, wow. I think the label Virgo found that interesting. Wow. And so now we have uh, an original one, but it's not. It's, yeah. Wow. 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 His son and his son sounds uh, uh, is interesting that you have this. Uh, what, what's the word that you have this kind of interaction with his son through your experience in releasing 
your recording of it you know it's uh it's very interesting it's it's fascinating that you're you're in this universe for sure uh as -hmm. a definitive performer of the work but um engaging directly with the schwitters family that must have been very stressful for you yeah that that, yeah working against this this prohibition but um uh i was able to um to actually use some phrases of this uh, letter of the lawyer, the prohibition letter, in yeah. a new piece uh, uh, for you my make art from rock style. Yeah, make you make art, art, art from it. Make art from it. Yeah, you're, tr- you're truly punk rock. I gotta say, Yaplonk. Thank you so much. Um, well, look, go to yaplonk.com. I am so thankful for your time and sharing and your support, and I hope to see you again uh on this side of the pond in in the toronto area would be would be a joy yeah i hope to be there sometime soon yeah all the very best in in the projects that you have coming up and in the year ahead okay yeah and so thank you rich for your interest and i'll send you there yeah yeah very good very good thanks yeah goodbye Grim glim glim bim 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 bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim grim glim glim bim grim glim glim bim grim glim glim bim grim glim glim bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bam 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 tila lola 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 tila lola 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 tila lola 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 tila lola 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 grim glim glim mim 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 bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bam 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 tila lola 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 tila lola 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 tila lola 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 tila lola 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 grim glim glim mim 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 bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bum bim bam bim bam 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 Tatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
lange Trump, rumpf, 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 Zonix, WVU, TSRQ, PONM, LKHGVDCB. ZYX, WVU, TSRQ, PONM, LKHGVDCB. ZYX, WVU, TSRQ, PONM, LKHGVDCB. From his 2003 release of the Ursanata, that was the master Yap Blanc 
performing the finale, the presto, and an amazing performance. Go to yapblanc.com to learn more about Yap's work. And thanks again, Yap, for being on the on the on the podcast. It was an honor to have you. And we'll be deep diving a little more into this this piece by Kurt Schwitters. Hope you're enjoying the journey. We're going all over the place. It's industry tactics. Hoot and holler about it online. Go to at friendly rich on Instagram and let me know how you're enjoying these these interviews. I'm certainly having a good time. And we'll see you again soon on Industry Tactics.